again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of NGI's Hub & Flow podcast. This is Patrick Rao, Director of Strategy and Research for Natural Gas Intelligence. And I'd like to take a few moments today to preview what we expect to be some of the more relevant topics discussed during the third quarter 2020 North American Oil & Gas Earnings Conference Call season, which kicks off with Schlumberger reporting this Friday, October the 16th. So last quarter really featured quite a few longer-term topics, such as dividend policy, renewables, and the potential emergence of hydrogen. And no question, these are going to be talked about again this time around. But I strongly suspect this quarter will be much more focused on shorter-term developments, particularly given where we are in the calendar year. First of all, we can't have any conversation without mentioning the impacts of COVID. And obviously, there's still much uncertainty surrounding that, particularly on the demand side of things. Reported cases are on the rise again around the globe, and we're still likely several months away from having a widely available and effective vaccine. But despite that uncertainty, the fundamental demand picture for U.S. natural gas prices continues to improve. Since my series of second quarter 2020 earnings wrap-up podcasts in mid-August, the U.S. rig count is up 6%, but much more significantly, the frac spread count in the U.S. is up 44%. And we believe that increase in completion crews underscores the expectation of a significant rise in gas prices this winter and into next year. In fact, as mentioned by my colleague Letitia Gonzalez during her podcast last week, the EIA expects U.S. gas prices to average more than $3 per MMBTU in 2021. And Morgan Stanley recently opined that prices could approach $5 with a more normal winter. Now, if you haven't listened to Letitia's podcast on the outlook for winter 2020, 2021, I strongly encourage you to do so, and you can find her recording on the same platform where you found this podcast. Now, with the potential for higher natural gas prices, no doubt analysts will try to get management teams to comment on their 2021 CapEx budgets. But if history is any indication, very few, if any, will fall for that bait. The EMP community is largely in maintenance mode right now, production-wise, and Wall Street certainly expects that to continue through next year. Producers are simply much more focused on generating free cash flow and improving their balance sheet these days. Another hot topic and concern among the investment community remains access to capital. And that is especially true for producers who have reserved-based revolving credit lines. The fall redetermination period is currently ongoing, and any significant reduction in lending bases could spell trouble for a number of producers. This process should also reveal clues as to whether banks believe the expected increase in gas prices will be more systemic or more of a temporary blip. Now, another thing you can certainly expect a lot of questions about is industry consolidation, especially considering the recently announced merger of equals between Devon and WPX Energy, which featured virtually no acquisition valuation premium and which was very well received by investors. So the question now becomes, is this type of merger going to become the new paradigm in our industry? Now, such deals may seem simple on the surface, but in reality, they are far from that. Many issues need to be worked through in combinations between equals, not the least of which is who's going to manage the new entity. Egos, they play a part here, and those can be a very tough thing to wade through. It's one thing if the acquired party receives a significant valuation premium to accept seating managerial control, but when that premium doesn't exist, it gets a whole lot more complicated. So we're certainly interested to hear comments on that. But really, perhaps the biggest topic that we're going to hear about this quarter is the upcoming U.S. presidential election. Now, this just really wasn't talked about all that much during second quarter 2020 calls, 
But considering we are now a mere three weeks or so away from Election Day, this is sure to dominate the conversational docket this quarter. More specifically, questions will likely center on what a Biden victory could mean to the oil and gas industry in general, and for individual companies in particular. And that will be the case throughout the energy value chain, not just with producers, but with midstream, etc. Now, while a lot can change between now and then, Biden is significantly ahead in the polls right now. And some of the various Biden initiatives that could impact the U.S. oil and gas industry are an increase in the corporate tax rate, a transfer of tax incentives away from fossil fuels towards renewables, and a ban on new fracking and federal acreage. And we're sure to hear plenty of lively conversation about these topics and questions on how companies may position themselves ahead of these. Well, that's all I really have for today as I'm trying to keep this quick and tidy. As a reminder, you can follow relevant developments from the third quarter 2020 earnings season via our Daily Gas Price Index, Shale Daily, and LNG Insight Publications. Our seasoned journalists have a wealth of industry experience and a deep network of industry contacts, which allow them to provide in-depth coverage that goes well above and beyond what you get by simply reading an earnings press release. If you're a subscriber, we certainly thank you. If you're not, and would like more information, we encourage you to go to our website at www.naturalgasintel.com backslash podcast. On behalf of everyone at Natural Gas Intelligence, I'd like to thank you for listening today. And wherever you are, I hope that you are safe and happy. Until next time, take care and be well. 